Namaste, my friends. Welcome to Meet Me on the Mic. I'm Indy Rose, and today I'd love to take the welcome message from the first episode just a little bit further, a little bit deeper, just introduce myself just that little bit more so you and I can get acquainted with what's going on, why am I here, why am I on the mic at all, taking yoga off the mat, bringing it to you live and loud wherever you are. And speaking about wherever you are, so long as you're in a safe space, let's sit up nice and tall or let's stand up nice and tall wherever you are. As long as you're not driving, make sure that you are in a safe space, but softening your gaze and closing your eyes. Just take a moment. Be with me. Come into the year and now. Take a long, conscious, deep breath in. And exhale through the mouth as slow as you can. Let it all go. A sweet, deep breath in. Use that navel. Draw it out and away. Then your exhalation, let it all go. Draw that belly button to the spine. Soften your muscles in your face. And relax your shoulders a little bit. One more deep breath in. And let the world go. Release the weight of the world upon your shoulders as you breathe out. And let's be in this moment together, you and I. Very often in our busy lives, we kind of get distracted. I've noticed that I very much get uh, distracted by many shiny things. With having ADHD, I can kind of be going down one path and into another. It just really builds this energy of forgetting what I was on about or where I was going, what I was doing in the first place. So taking a breath, finding that time to connect into yourself is really, really important. Perhaps one of the most important things throughout my learning and growing that I've ever uncovered, ever found to bring me back from the brink, from the edge of a meltdown, maybe from reacting instead of responding. So I invite you throughout your busy lives, if you can, whenever you can, take that strong deep breath. If anything else that you take from today, take that deep breath, the softening of the muscles through the face the relaxing of your shoulders and just allowing your breath to flow in and out with a grace and ease. It's a game changer. If you do anything, pranayam, pranayama, the uh, control of your breath is super duper important. So welcome. This is me. This is Indy Rose, formerly aka uh, Lorna as you would have known me on the in my classes, if you've come to yoga, sound, or if you've known me for the previous 43 years of my existence. With the changes that have come in for my health, my mental health, and my well-being, so too has come the beautiful gift during a treatment of a complete overhaul of who I am, my identity. My past is, uh, well, is littered with colors. It is littered with darkness. There is a multitude of different <laughs> highs and lows that, yeah, they've shaped me. They've brought me here. They've brought me to this very, very moment. 
But that has all been down to other people's decisions, my indecisions, my decisions. I welcome the gift of this new name, this beautiful energy of Indie Rose, as this now puts me on the front foot. It helps me to release the grief, the pain, the trauma that I've carried for very many years. And it kind of gives me like a clean slate. Now, I'm not saying y'all need to go to the deep old office and change your name. It's not a decision to be taken very lightly. And it'll confuse the balls out of absolutely everyone. And you'll probably have to flip between <laughs> responding to both names for a while. But it has been like, oh, I don't know, it's just been so, so releasing that there's this me that I'm creating that is built upon the shoulders of the strength of the child and the woman that I once was until I became who I am today. And yes, it may sound a little bit weird and a little bit bonkers, but that's me. I mean, to know me is to know that it's all about being on this wildlife roller coaster. So who am I from the inside out? Well, that's a conundrum, really. I'm very much a, a starburst ball of starburst, ooh, stardust ball of uh, contradiction, shall we say. I'm highly uh, intuitive, and yes, I can be super naive. I love before I hate. Yeah, so that you know that's got me in a lot of trouble over the years. They are. I'm a very much. I'm very strong, and I'm a fighter. But I will give you my last penny if it will help you along. So there's very many things like this. I am married to the most amazing guy. I've kissed some toads along the way. Believe me, not everything is a fairy tale. Uh, but he accepts me weird, weirdness, quirks and all. In fact, he has been really just this safe space for me to explore the energy that I would like to have within me and my path and my journey and how I would like to be and who I could possibly become. Having a partner, a husband, a soulmate, best friend in this way is so invigorating for the soul. To be honest, if I had stayed upon many of the other paths that I've been going down, I wouldn't be where I am today. So because I am thankful for my journey, but I'm super thankful for arms to hold me when I cry someone to pick me up when I fall but also to laugh really stupidly with me and someone who will I don't know kind of indulge my madness when it comes to taking photographs of the moon or needing to go to the beach he is there 11 o'clock on a full moon night taking me to the seafront so that I can go and complete some random ritual that I love to do but that is just when you make the decisions to choose you you'll find the people that help you choose yourself. And that, my friends, is just an absolute gift, whether it is in meeting someone else who compliments your spirit or being able to draw up boundaries and set in place goals, targets, specific things for yourself. Choosing you, being able to move through different things, it is so vital and very, very important. And it will lead you to the right person, whether your soulmate is in a friend, in a relative, whether your soulmate is in another person or even in a place or yourself. 
find your way into that little nook. We'll go into this and everything that I talk about today. I'll break it all down in episodes to come. And I hope that you stay with me throughout this journey. So involved with all of this, I am super dupes blessed with four amazing children. I have a career of raising children of 24 years. My eldest who lives in assisted living has a a genetic disorder and he has just simply taught me more about life than anybody else on the planet. My children, they are just so wondrous and so wise and I believe you know we're all biased we say that about our kids they can of course be absolute turds on times that is what they're for we're there to support them and nurture them so that they have safe spaces to grow be be your character defining person as well to uh, (laughs) be character growing what is what is the term um what is the term of that I can't remember anyway, is it about developing your character and being able to understand who you are as a person by seeing the world through the eyes of your child. For that, I am so thankful to have four very individual um, individuals that are just amazing. They are the best of the best for me. I also have two fur babies. They are Molly and Daisy. They are absolutely just bonkers. They love a hug with mom. They are just so, so funny. But they also hog all the beds. So, you know, that bit's not funny because when you've got these hot, sweaty, furry babies by the side of you and a very sweaty, hot, hot, hairy bloke, it is not fun sometimes. Especially with menopause, the heat that comes off your skin, it is not nice and it is not kind. So yeah, I do love my little gang, my little family are crazy, life-living, just awesome people. And they're what my foundation, my strength, my grounding comes from. There has been so very many different ways, as I've said, that my life could have turned out. But because the blessings of these people in my life, these five individuals with two gorgeous fur babies, they're the ones that have given me the reasons to put one foot in front of the other. I've met many thousands of other people, and they are the type of people that would kind of invite me to take a step back. But these are the, the guys, the, the guys and the dolls that keep me focused, keep me balanced each and every day. Uh, I don't know if you can hear the smile on my face, but I've just noticed I've got the biggest Cheshire cat grin on my face, just thinking about how much love that they they bring to my life. And I, if you're thinking about the people that you love and you get out, I've just realized that my, my cheeks are really, really pinched and high just thinking about them. So who am I? Why am I here? Why am I sharing my story? So for me, I fell in love with yoga, Buddhism, very many years ago. So over 20 years ago, I found my way to the mat and my way to my faith. I've always found peace in nature. I adore swimming in the sea and looking at the stars and the moon. It is That have always been part of my nature, part of who I am. But the yoga and the Buddhism came in half my life ago. Without these things, I wouldn't be where I am today either. These modalities, these um, ways to live, to breathe, to think or rethink, unthink 
to think. They just allow you to find yourself without asking for anything in return, only that you turn up for yourself, that you turn up for your community, and that you live from a place of love. This hasn't been easy, and I'm guessing if anybody else has been on the mat, if anybody else uses these things, it's not always easy to put them into action, to put them into motion each and every day should something come up. We are, in all essence, we are westernized society living people. We live as components of generational cycles. We are part of cogs, of educational systems, belief systems. So when I say that I came to yoga and Buddhism 23, 23, 24 years ago, it really was a massive turning point for me. When you live a life of wild living, when you're a very willful child, built upon the strength of resilience and survival, finding something that brings you peace goes through an actual huge process. So initially for me, when I found yoga, the handstands, the headstands, the being able to kind of tuck my toes behind my ears, for me, that was yoga because I was doing something impressive. The external validation was amazing. The finding of myself within the poses didn't come in until a little bit later. And when I found out then that Buddhism and yoga really do work as one, that is when everything kind of fell into place. So then when life did throw me curveballs, when I experience very, very dark times, of course, I've got swallowed up by, by them. I definitely got lost in the emotions and into the ways of my mind. Fortunately, the ways of the world could be undone through yoga, Buddhism, meditation, and just being able to adapt these processes into our psyche and into our well-being so that we will inevitably fall. We will inevitably be consumed by the darkness. But within those places, we can actually find light within sitting upon your mat. Yes, maybe you want to stand on your head. You might want to do a handstand. And if that works for you, that's great. Because within my classes and my yoga experiences, I love to say when the world feels, up, feels upside down, feet up get the blood going in the opposite direction flip the script get a new way to look but why are you on your head what benefit is it bringing to you forget about the external validation why do you need to put yourself in this way and as I have progressed through my growth so in time my practice has changed is become much more focused on scripture, learning how to move in with my emotions over the last three years, especially releasing tensions from my muscles, from hip openers to dealing with trauma, which we'll go into in future episodes, wasn't found within Cat Cow, Warrior 2. Even meditation was very, very difficult because the pain was so, so much. Instead of wallowing in the pain, I lent into this. It's called leaning into the feels, feel the feels. And through this, 
I became. I became one with what I was feeling. I became one with yoga. I became one with the world and the changes that are out of my control and out of everybody's control, really. Learning that I was hurtling towards postmenopausal periods in my life. Excuse the, is that a pun? Anyway, going through to the postmenopausal phase, not realizing that the energy that I was feeling was actually down to the fact that my body was going very early to the menopausal party, ADHD, many other different things going on with autoimmune, and just finding that the self-destructive mannerisms of per pin in it, it'll be fine, I'll do everything for everyone else first. That the self-love response of, let me feel what's going on. No, I can't get on the mat. I would beat myself up about weight gain. I would beat myself up about not being able to go outside and travel as we could during the pandemic with the uh, the restrictions that we had. So for me, and I guess for a great many of us, the last three years has been one of deep reflection and I hope that you've been able to find a safe way out. And if anything else has come to the surface during those times, I hope that you've been able to move with love to meet these things head on. And if not, I've, I've been there. I have. And if you haven't, listen, my friends, I've been there. Everybody has been through something that has made them kind of have a rethink. But just be aware that if your issues, your feelings don't feel as deep and as dark as someone else's, please, please never diminish your problems. Yours are as big as the world and as big as you need them to be or not to be or how they feel. Just because someone is struggling with one way and it seems as though their way is a lot more dire, a lot more pain. Don't do that to yourself. Yours is full of pain. Yours is hurting you in a way that you need to take control. You need to get help. You need to be full of self-love so that you can get through it. And that's something that I've been guilty of as well, where I've been like, oh, I, that, you know, mine's not that bad because X, Y, and Z. Whereas now it's like, I need to listen to this. Something is triggering in me that I need to look within. So with my story, with my journey, the lady, the girl, the the woman coming into her own from way back when to now has gone through a lot of processes. I've gone through the eating. I've gone through the drinking. I've gone through the self-destruction, self torture of telling yourself that you're not very good the imposter syndrome is a complete bitch she he whatever you want to call imposter syndrome it is it is totally horrendous i've got a grip on that i'm kind of balls deep in everything now i'm like that do or die i'm like that i'm going straight in i don't care i don't care whereas before that kind of wild willful attitude would have been self-destruction now that attitude and energy is one of where I grab life with both hands and I'm not letting go. I wander lust for life. And so I'm like, this adventure, 
let's go. So what else about me? I love, I love love. I love meeting you on the mat. I love sound and singing. Uh, Nada yoga, which is sound healing, is very beautiful in that for people that don't like meditation or can't get on board with it, maybe their minds are super busy, that they can lie down and allow the vibrations of the universe to wash over them in something called the sound bath. There are ways in which the, you can use nature to your strengths. Like for some people, they really don't like going in the sea, but they may paddle their feet in the river. For myself, I'm kind of the opposite. I'm not a big fan of going in rivers and lakes, but I will go in the sea all the live long day. For me, there is a very healing space, working with water, connecting directly into Mother Earth. And when you marry this up with your growth in your healing. So for myself, it's gone from yoga to Buddhism to now to Kriya to Kundalini with the chanting, the mantra, Tantra, Vedic astrology. When I speak to people and it's, it's really bizarre because it's like, are you not tired? It's, you only get tired when you're doing the things that are not meant for you. So rituals for me with the moon, rituals for the sun, for equinoxes, all the, you know, all the Sabbaths, all these different things. These are tried and tested in a way that my life is enriched by them. There is not a chore. For me with yoga, the sadhana of getting up at five o'clock, that is gently coming back after a period of just surrendering to sleep and recovery but during those those ambrosia hours where I'm on my own and it's meditation my yoga eating and just reading or just simply just being these are the things that evolve and journey with you and so too does the things so should we call them tools or equipment to ice baths I mean, it's like having the sea at your house. You can start with a nice cold shower and let that evolve. Maybe it's not for you at all, but that 30 seconds gently builds up. And then slowly but surely, if you can get on board with it, whether scientifically or spiritually, before too long, your body will be magnetized to the cold temperatures. It will yearn for that sense of healing and feeling. So as we go over the next, I don't know, for as long as I can, I love to talk, as you can tell, I love to waffle. I've literally got like, a, I've literally got a list of words to just read off on different topics that I wanted to get to, to you today. I've probably forgotten some stuff that I'd love to say, but for me, it's just about being authentic, my friends. And the only way that you can get authentic in anything at all is to practice because you'll soon find what fits, who fits, and when it's time to say goodbye, or when it's time to adjust, adapt, and to leave things alone. Yoga is very much my life. It has been my saving grace, but it's also not just on the mat. It is definitely something that is a lifestyle off the mat. I hope to share this with you, all the different things that go with it, whether you are using yoga for balancing your hormones, finding strength, peace, calmness. I will love to share with you 
whether you were using a drum to ground you, mantra, chanting, to lift your vibration or to soothe you down. Meditation for grounding you into Mother Earth so that you can go on a guided journey where they're sending your roots down to the earth or reaching through your crown chakra all the way up past the stars. Meet me on the mic to discuss different things. We have our group on Facebook. If you'd love to pop along and stick a like and a follow. If there's anything that I've spoken about today that you'd like to take any further, pop in some questions. Let's have a group conversation. I love being able to speak to everybody, yogis, yoginis in classes, but sometimes it's not enough. 45 minutes, an hour is not enough. When people ask me, how are you? Why are you? Who are you? It's very difficult to get this out in a conversation. For me, there is a way that you meet me, that we meet our energy connects. Energy is so, oh my goodness me, before someone speaks, I feel who they are. Not as in like a dog sniffing another dog's butt kind of way, but I can kind of get a, a gist of how the relationship will play out, whether it's going to be a for now or for always, for a temporary time. And these are the things that I love to share. When you meet me, you won't know about the domestic violence. You won't see the scars, the marks, the tears, the the inner child trauma that's been healed. Because the person that you meet each and every time on the mat, off the mat, is the person that is living in that very moment. And this is what is very, very important, my friends, is being able to live in the moment. So yes, of course, I'm going to share my past. This has become my guidebook of being able to say, this isn't who you are. This isn't where your story is going to end. You can pick yourself up a billion, million, trillion, gazillion, all the very many times. I do realize I went backwards and then went in any other direction. <laughs> um, yeah, so you will... Oh my goodness. And I'm hoping to show to you that when you go onto Instagram and all these different things, they're like, oh yes, if you meditate, you shall be very calm. It's like, listen, there's going to be days when meditation is the last thing that you want to do, but y'all are going to need to breathe. You get your pillow, you go to the top of that mountain, you scream your lungs out, you do what you need to do. You get the rage off your chest in a constructive way. Otherwise, you'll find that there's someone that's going to be on the sore end of your hissy fit, whether it's hormonal, triggered, pent-up rage from Monday coming out on Saturday night when you're having a drink. It's all about finding that peace and that balance. You can have anger, but you're not angry. You have an emotion. And with this having, there is also giving away. And these are the things that I have learned. I carried anger around for very much the first 10, 20 years of my life because I didn't quite know what to do with it. And as Maya Angelou says, until you know better, can you do better? Just to paraphrase there. And so when you know better, you can do better. But believe me, you won't know better. You may hear and understand, but you're going to do wrong for you very many times before you know better to do better. And that's the learning. That's the growing. And 
the message that we'll be able to raise through talking through solo conversations with myself and the friends that we'll meet on the mic no two paths are the same and no two hearts beat to the same rhythm so by having a look at all these different things like for myself with nature paganism rituals the moon being absolutely in love with the feminine energy but also honoring the fact that I have a lot of masculine energy that you find your yin, your yang. You find your being and doing. You notice when you're holding on, when you should in fact be letting go. So my friends, this is Indy Rose. Um, meet me on the mic. I hope you've enjoyed my waffling. This is only the second one, so I'm, I'm getting there. I am big and brave. I will sing to you. Uh, yeah, so meet me on the mic next time where we will be talking about Abiasa. So where I've spoken today about making changes, growing, evolving, the next one is about how you can do this. How do you do it? How do you make these things happen? Once you decide to make the changes, how do you turn up for you? Why? Why turn up for you? Do you would you feel guilty about making yourself a priority? And why, my loves, you should be that goddamn priority each day. Be with peace, be with love. Meet me on the mic next time for Abiasa. Join us on Facebook and Instagram, and I will meet you on the mic next time. Lots of love. Harry on. Uh -huh.